0: What I really like here is that failure is not the shameful thing. That's what we are missing, and that's what Korean professors think is really valuable to collaborate with Dutch universities and students.
1: You are listening to Our People Abroad. Nuffix podcast series in which journalist Mike Cooper interviews the directors and chief representatives of the 10 NESOs, Netherlands education support offices around the world. The directors talk to Mike about their lives overseas and their work for the Dutch higher education sector. The Netherlands education support offices are located in countries that are strategically important for Dutch higher education. Brazil, China, India, Indonesia, Mexico, Russia, South Africa, South Korea, Turkey, and Vietnam. They were set up with funding from the Dutch Ministry of Education, Culture, and Science. Mid-2019, we received news that, much to our regret, we will need to scale back our overseas activities. This change is a consequence of the proposed decision by the Dutch Ministry of Education, Culture and Science to significantly reduce the subsidy provided to NUFIC. However, the offices will remain fully operational until the end of 2021.
2: Hi, I'm Mike Cooper, and on behalf of Nofik, I'm interviewing their people abroad. Today, I'm speaking to Jung Yun Yang, Chief Representative Officer of Nesoth Korea, joined Neso South Korea in March 2016. She is totally otaku about Dutch 17th century society. She studied art and literature about that era for more than two decades, both in the Netherlands and in Japan. Fondel and Bredero are more familiar to her than Geert Muk. We can therefore say that her current job as chief representative of Neso South Korea is part of a long journey to gain knowledge about Dutch history, society and values. Hi, Junjung.
0: Hi, Mike.
2: In the tradition of the uh, podcast now, we, we have a sound fragment which you've brought along for us. Um, shall we first have a listen to that? Sounds like heavy stuff. What is that we're listening to, Joonyoung?
0: Yes, this is the art-changing ceremony where it's very nearby our office. Ah. So it's just next to City Hall, between City Hall and our office. Okay. Yeah.
2: So you have? do you have this every day?
0: Yes, every day. Oh, really? Even uh, there are, I think, three or four times of this ceremony Oh, wow. day. So when I have um, our stakeholders who are guests from the Netherlands and when we pass this, our office, you know, area together and there it is kind of eye opening moment for them because oh, wow. it's so modern city, but suddenly they could encounter with this kind of traditional moment. Okay. Is it
2: a little bit similar? I'm from Britain. Is it a little bit similar to this changing of the guard at Buckingham Palace with with also this uh, ceremonial clothing?
0: Yes, exactly. It's great performance to feel you are back to like four or five hundred years ago.
2: Ah, that's a good link because you're quite interested in history yourself, aren't you? Um, you you're, you're actually an academic in art history. Is that correct?
0: Yes, I dedicated myself to asked uh, st- to do research about seventeenth century Dutch art and literature it's quite a long
2: yeah that's a big subject
0: almost two decades
2: two decades that's great. Um, what brought you to that? What started your inspiration for that that journey into into Dutch art history?
0: Oh uh, well, I really embraced my serendipity, I think ah. I had great professor in Japan who was the expert in uh, 17th century Dutch art wow. and then I had opportunity to visit the Netherlands at the time for doing before just look around Dutch museums but at the time I could see the exhibition of Gerrit Dao which was the first pupil of Rembrandt right and that gave me a uh, strong motivation to study more about such art.
2: Wow. In the in the introduction we we mentioned the word otaku. We said you're totally otaku. Could you explain the concept of otaku?
0: Well, as I'm serious researcher, I think. But sometimes I feel because I'm now I'm working for Norfolk um, as a full-time you know officer, so it's, sometimes it can be very expensive hobby, right. you know, spending my time effort to do research. For instance, I am reading materials about four hundred years ago, when Synod of dottrecht. Closed. (laughs) The city of Notre
2: That's too (laughs) deep for me. (laughs) But but otaku is a Japanese word, right? Isn't it? It it means it's like um, where uh, people who become really absorbed by a a subject. Is that correct?
0: That's correct. Who people want really want to know everything about one field, subject of something like animation of or manga, or games. Oh,
2: computer gaming also. I think I have an otaku child at home with Fortnite. (laughs) But anyway, that's not the subject. We're talking about you. Um, We spoke earlier about uh, Dutch art history, but somewhere I read that you've said that Dutch art history shaped your identity. Could you give us an idea of of, of what you mean by that?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Actually, I'm the first author who wrote on a book about Dutch art history in South Korea.
2: Oh, wow. Congratulations.
0: Oh, Excellent. thank you so much. And I think, um, well, it was not easy way uh, to learn about, because I started to study Dutch art in Japan, which was more global, global standard. Then I moved after... Ten years later, I moved to Amsterdam to do my second uh, master's courses here. Then I realized that there is very Dutch word. It's not. It's all of talking about Dutch art, but there was invisible conflicts between how to be with. Uh, what is the reception of Dutch culture and art? What is the meaning? Mm. But for Dutch people. It can be uncomfortable sometimes.
2: Ah, right. So
0: the, I could see this kind of uh, subtle conflicts in the uh-huh. conflicts in Dutch society at the time. Mm. So I started to learn again about everything of a more original context of the seventeenth century Dutch culture at the time. So right. well, through it was long journey, there was no really path and and then that gave me kind of um, to think about freedom and tolerance. It was always very important topic.
2: Right. So, so, the the traditional Dutch values then, because you've mentioned, I think Erasmus as being an example of of Dutch educational values.
0: I think so. It is also the the Erasmus, for instance, who is the, really the center or axis of Dutch intellectuals, in the end, right. that's why they could have very fertile ground for being independent. I mean, oh. even the very, very uh, they could encourage themselves through Erasmus' very sharpened mind, right? And uh, judge everything not follow this kind of cliché or commonplaces, but you know, open yourself t- to real situation as well.
2: Right. And that's a kind of a specifically, specifically Dutch way of looking at, at the world. Yes. Um, let's move over to, to, to Neso now. What brought you to Nufik? How, how did you make that transition from an academic in, in art history to to working for Nufik and promoting higher education?
0: Um, well, but when I came back to Korea, there was... Not easy to feel that I am very well connected to Dutch society mm. because really no books, no arts oh, so wow. that kind I felt some kind of uh, frustration at the time um, but but still I was doing my own research half in the Netherlands and half in Seoul, but there was kind of I saw this um Vacancy. So just I applied.
2: And you thought that's for me. That fits. Well, I had
0: no idea. Just really no no ambitions, but just applied for it because I really wanted to know uh, how Dutch people are working. What is the value for working and right. because you know you can feel those kind of things only in the um Academic campus,
2: right? Oh, that's great. I mean, um, we have a a Westerner's view of of South Korea as like a high tech, um, highly highly uh, modern, busy society. Um, Could you describe a little bit about about South Korean academic life? How how the how the universities work, and compared to the Netherlands, is there a good reception for your activities at Nufik?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh very competitive.
2: Competitive, yeah. Yeah, competitive, yeah. very
0: competitive. And also well, can I a little bit uh shift this topic to more broad way sure. about South Korea? It's not only academics. You know, nowadays K pop, those kind of things so K-pop popular. It's huge. But yeah. what kind of impression do you have? All plastic surgery? Looks like a you can't find any kind of gender and very well trained dance, right. music, everything, yeah. looks idealistically. So that's very similar to Korean society, I think. Hmm. Well, I'm not talking about very negative way of this, but still people want to be shown as more perfect and yeah. idealistic feature.
2: But that's also, that's kind of global, isn't it? It's the prob- the Instagram world, which is uh, <laughs> causing trouble uh, uh, f- uh, among many societies.
0: And also you will see probably the new... Uh, director, film director Bong Joon Ho's work will be released in the end of November in the Netherlands, ah. which uh, the title is Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. When I see Dutch society, it's always they are talking about pillars. Pillars. You know. yeah. yeah. Pillars. It's still horizontal. Yeah. They're never talking about the some kind of stairs or more hierarchical. Hierarchy. Yeah, it's more the it's flat more organizational flat, structure. Yeah, always something pillars. But for Korean, there is really not only the pyramid of society, but it's not also the depth of where they are belonging. So it's very interesting. So you can find those kind of structure, social structure, through his film.
2: Oh, interesting. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Do you know the title of the film?
0: Parasite.
2: Parasite. We'll have to watch out for that one. And the director's name is?
0: Bong Joon-ho.
2: Thank you very much. That was the speed I can deal with.
0: So, um, the film was the winner of Cannes Film Festival this year.
2: So, I, we, we just heard one of the, the, the sound guys said that he'd just seen it. So, it's obviously getting straight into Dutch society now. Yeah. So, I'm, I want to have a look at it myself. It sounds like an interesting film. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there a uh, South Korean personality? I, I know it's a very general idea, but are there specific characteristics which you would say are South Korean? Open? hmm Fast? Yeah.
0: And something, uh, well, think about it. The location of South Korea, uh, Korean peninsula. Right. It is really important for, surrounded by such big countries. Right, so
2: geopolitically.
0: Geopolitically. So, we didn't have really peaceful time. Mm. So, uh, a lot of wars. And therefore, Korean people looks very... uh, Frolik, gezellig. but we positive, but sometimes in our heart there is sudden sadness.
2: Sudden sadness. Is there a word for that?
0: Yes, there is a Korean word, han. We oh, call okay. it han. It's han. not my boss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, not han from the Neso. Okay, well, we've got that. Thanks a lot. I gather you have a clear vision of what uh, is differentiates uh, Dutch educational values. Could you perhaps give us an idea of those and how they can be of benefit uh, to a joint ventures between higher educational institutions in South Korea and in the Netherlands?
0: Yes. Um, One thing is that there is really no hierarchy between professors and students. So it's more broad.
2: In the Netherlands. In
0: the Netherlands. Right. So which is very, you know, uncommon for Korean students. So sometimes they are shocked by this kind of culture, learning environment. Right. And also I... From my personal experiences, when yeah. I talked with my Dutch professor for the first time, what yes. he described, because I studied in Japan more than 10 years, so my mentality was something building very sharp and higher and higher. Right, and very narrow, ambitious. Narrow something really.
2: Going to the top and a yeah. selection process.
0: But what he really wanted to see from me was digging the ground. Go deeper, deeper down. Whether it's ugly or not, it does not matter. Probably you can't find very clear conclusion, but if you can go deeper, that's really that gives you more life for your more research. grounding in
2: the research. Is that a different way to how they might perhaps deal with such research in in South Korea? Then
0: yes, and also I what I really like here is that. Failure is not the shameful thing. Right. But, you know, everybody can have fear about failure. Yeah. But especially in South Korea, that kind of pressure is very big. Right. So um,
2: So to learn that failure is acceptable and failure is actually part of the process was an important moment for you.
0: Yes. Failure gives me power and strength.
2: And that is some; those are values which you see within the entire system.
0: Yes, that's what we are missing and that's what uh, Korean professors think is really uh, valuable to collaborate with Dutch universities and students.
2: Right, excellent. So let's go back in time when you, you, you interviewed for this uh, job at NESO South Korea and then you became a chief representative officer. How was that transition between your academic life and this totally new function
0: Yes, that's um, when I did mostly my research. I was always alone in the library or museum. Right. So it was kind of processed to be the top uh, musician.
2: Right. I like First, rehearsing, 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 and researching, researching, researching.
0: But then, um, since being a chief representative officer, then I'm a conductor, I think.
2: Ah, very interesting. You've changed from being a musician in an orchestra to conducting. Yeah. And how has your role evolved? H- how do you feel it's... How is it going?
0: Um, I think um it goes very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because... I could, it is out of the box, really, from right. myself. Yeah. So I could see more broader walls, many people, and try to understand what is their needs, those kind of things. Yeah, they, with
2: the institutions and perhaps commercial partners and, and thinking about initiatives which could join those together?
0: Yes, of course. But also... Uh, sometimes you know our plans or ambitions can be very vulnerable. Mm. So more um, creating mutual tr- trust—that's most important thing I think. Especially, it's our organization is for non-profit, and it's and I think two things that are very important for us is that branding. Right. And trust,
2: right? Creating mutual trust—that sounds like a, a key thing and uh, very important. That you underline that.
0: Yes, I think it's it's really interesting uh, to how to also. It's trust is also a very abstract word, right? Yes. Yeah, and I can see diversity within the social trust as well. It's also not only the uh, people and network, but it is also kind of. Huge trust between two countries as well.
2: Right, so it's almost on a diplomatic level. As well. Uh, that's interesting because I believe that uh, um, Dutch uh, Premier Mark Rutte was at one of your events.
0: Yes, and I heard he thought it was most successful event for him during his visit to South Korea. Oh, really? I heard it from on the grapevine. my, my uh, ambassador.
2: Oh, excellent, excellent. Could you perhaps describe that project?
0: Yes. Well, it was really, he was very busy. So the time only left was morning seven o'clock. So we had to uh, organize kind of town hall meeting at the library of city hall, Mm -hmm. old city hall. And we invited almost 100 students at the time. And it was started mostly about, you know, dialogues with students. Very typical way of, you know, high-level politicians talking with young talent, something like that. Right. But, you know, you know, Prime Minister Ritter is really energetic yes. personality he has. So, he started to really... He showed his charisma to Korean young audience, and they were completely overwhelmed by his positive and uh, futuristic vision. Right, and he really suggested to Korean people come to the Netherlands for your study and work. We are always welcome. And his comments became so popular through Twitter and you know social media. Social media. Yeah, it was kind of a social phenomenon at the time.
2: Oh right, that's really interesting. That was in 2015, I believe.
0: That was 2016.
2: 2016, I beg your pardon. Excellent. Um, you're obviously very proud of that particular moment because that's, that's, that's fantastic for NASA South Korea. What other uh, activities are you proud of yourself that have taken place recently?
0: Um, so our Living Lab project.
2: Living Lab, could you explain that to the listener?
0: Yes, it is finding a real-life context for, uh, for solutions of society, or also it can be a very good learning materials for young students. Let me put it this way. For instance, Dutch students who mostly eat delivery sushi at home.
2: Right. Eat delivery sushi. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Then Dutch university wants to bring them to the ocean. Right. To teach fair fishing. Right. And then to know how to make real sashimi.
2: Ah, real sashimi, not takeaway.
0: Imagine if someone could eat the real sashimi in their life. Yeah. They can't forget that taste at all. It is very similar process like that.
2: So it's a quality, increasing quality and awareness on a subject. I've got the like the official line here that uh, living labs are to combine ministries, policymakers, research institutes, regional innovators and journalists all together to create interaction between research and uh, research to research, business to business and government to government. Is that is that what happened when you did your living labs?
0: Yes, I am inviting So diverse stakeholders, policymakers, journalists, even, you know, so all very important. But in the end, of course, I can make more handsome sentences about the definition of living lab. But I think the most important thing is in the end, because we are always talking about triple helix.
2: Right. No. Or Tri- triple helix. Yes, I've been reading this. The triple helix. It's a bit of Nuffic jargon. Could you explain what that means to the listener?
0: This is triple. Means three yeah, triple,
2: parts. Three parts.
0: One academic. One academic. And government. Government. And industry.
2: And industry. That's so three the bodies. triple helix. Yeah. Right. Thanks for that. I, I, I didn't get that, but now I think the listener fully understands.
0: But let's put it like this way. That's also still too complicated or too. Too simple. It's one is for people, people. students. Yes. The other one is for future government, future, and also universe, uh, the industry for job.
2: Yeah. Economy.
0: Yeah, Money. right. That's a
2: much better <laughs> explanation than I've been reading. Thanks a lot for that. That's great. Um, there is an elephant in the room, and that elephant in the room is the. News that we have had that uh, the Dutch government may possibly be uh, uh, cutting the subsidies. Could you explain what that news uh, does to you personally?
0: Um, Between, it is still between passion and calmness.
2: Passion and calmness. That's exceedingly adult of you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really, I'm Asian. Right, and I had many things in my life. So mm. I can I realize that through this, you know, happening I can control myself.
2: Oh that's yeah. but
0: not you know, control is not bad meaning. No. It's also I want to listen from myself. Yeah. And also I being more wise to wait and see and to listen more opinions. Right. So well it is not I think I'm not in a storm.
2: Right. That's great. I think that would be excellent advice for many people on a number of subjects to try and find a place between passion and calmness. Thank you for that. Um, would you like to sp- uh, explain any other initiatives you've been busy with uh, during your time at, uh, in Neso South Korea? Any other activities?
0: Oh, We are very busy with uh, organizing uh, meaningful events for the uh, Living Lab Smart Aging Project, which is more focusing on aging society right. and how to deal with uh, the, you know, better life for uh, people with dementia, for instance. I right. think uh, dementia is a global issue. Right. And also, it's how we can solve this problem from the Netherlands, which is very advanced in thinking about the quality of a patient's life. Right. And Korea, which is really uh, leading ICT technology, those kind of things.
2: Yeah, so smart aging. Could you explain that a little bit, what that project uh, entails?
0: Yes. It is like a um, delta. It is, uh, you know, the water flow itself should from a re- river yes. to the ocean, more mm-hmm. broad way. And the water flow should be slow and steady. It started with kind of a matchmaking session okay. with Korean parties and uh, hospitals and universities. And then two universities showed huge uh, interest in collaborating with Korean uh, universities. Fontis ACI right. and Windersheim. so it's also interesting that Fontis was mainly for concept developing, design thinking,
2: design thinking,
0: and Windesheim is studies for elderly people.
2: Right, so a combination of uh, a, a thinking process and uh, grassroots uh, medical.
0: Yeah, and also for Korean school for Korea, Korean University it is ICT department
2: ICT yeah
0: so it is really collaboration yeah. they are trying but is this study does did the ground was to know what to do research about the end users right. The elderly people they started to do research of how different between dutch and korean elderly's life
2: right that's what very the, interesting yeah uh, what dutch
0: students really intrigued by the Korean society was that really lack of communication between elderly and young people.
2: Okay, there is a gap in, in Korea.
0: Oh yeah, I, then I realized, because that's from the, the gaining of this kind of living the project yeah. that you can't find from ordinary daily life, then suddenly from outside, oh, it is different. It is characteristics. So they can find kind of new approach.
2: Yeah, that's highly interesting. And, and probably the whole reason for this type of project, isn't it? That a new insights are gained by all the different parties involved.
0: Yes. So it is still very active. And also now uh, in this August, I organized the Living Lab Smart Aging uh, delegation to the Netherlands, including policymakers, the officers of ministries of science and ICT, and uh, the Korean University Living Lab Association, also professors, and journalists all together, and we visited to the Ministry of Health and Wellbeing here in the Netherlands to know more about the governmental policy about dementia, and also long-term care and those kind of thing. How this kind of shift we have to know more about uh, about the Dutch situation, you know? And then, or for instance, we visited the most um, cutting-edge. Uh, dementia care home house or care farm which you can choose your you know the last phase of your life to right. live in the in nature in the nature more oh,
2: right
0: yeah you know or you know those yeah. kind of uh, initiatives
2: which you don't have in south korea is this is this new for korean society this type of idea
0: it is quite new and also the management itself is also important. We can create the same we can copy it so as soon as possible. Right. But without but philosophy or without the really the sound discussion with different groups never happens.
2: Right, so it's a question of learning from one another and then modeling perhaps different versions of that yeah. uh, for a future solution. That sounds like a fascinating project. So what is the attraction of South Korea for for Dutch students? Why should they go?
0: Korea achieved this kind of incredible development after Korean War so fast. So probably that is one of like a curiosity for a Dutch student can right. be very good motivation. Yeah. but also at the same time, I think when I'm here in the Netherlands, I feel everything so peaceful. <laughs> no words <laughs> a bit or, boring. yeah for Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm living next to presidential room and every Saturday we have kind of protests or kind of... You know um
2: this is in in south korea in
0: south korea yeah. i mean it's it sounds very dangerous but for us it's very normal right and to also, be
2: politically active there's a lot of political activism or at least um voicing of opinions
0: yes it became very um daily life for people it's kind of transitional moment also i think
2: right in within within korean society
0: within the korean society but also it's all, always kind of threatens from, you know, north. There
2: was always the tensions between the tensions. south and the north.
0: And it will show something, very quick changes, you know, including other big countries' decisions.
2: So this dynamism, this, this exciting place, you feel that Dutch students can benefit from that, being in that society.
0: Yes, if someone can learn about this kind of diversity and dynamism, yes. and then they will uh, learn a lot of things about how it is important to keep peace, not only peace, but also people can be also creative while they are in uh, totally different circumstances.
2: Right, right. So normally at the end of our podcast we give a secret tip or series of tips for somebody who might find themselves in, in South Korea. If you had somebody along visiting you, what would your ideal trip be?
0: Ooh. Can I introduce several places?
2: Of course you can. Yeah, Probably please.
0: One day programme something. One like day
2: programme. I'm in for it.
0: Well, it's or I'm not sure because I'm not a car driver. I'm not sure whether it is a feasible or not. Let's think about it. Yeah. Well, one course is first visit old traditional temple.
2: Old traditional temple.
0: For instance, Heinsa. Is that the, the name temple? of a temple? Right. Yeah. It has the oldest, more than. 80,000 wooden printing blocks, which carves the uh, Buddhist scriptures. Right. It's uh, from 14th, uh, from 12th, 14th century. 14th century, wow. So, it must be kind of not only the temple architecture itself, but also the the, the really Buddhist mind, you know. And how this literar- uh, literature or the letters, the power of letters. You yeah, know, this is, is
2: coming from your academic background, <laughs> isn't it? We can feel your energy More with this. letters. Yeah, excellent.
0: And then probably... And that it is the east part, there is coastlines. Coast so go to really smallest uh, fishery town and find really almost nameless fish restaurant. Uh, and to have the
2: nameless fish, fish restaurant. restaurant. I can sounds very it. authentic. It sounds right? brilliant. I want to go
0: there. And um, having a delicious dish of sashimi, real sashimi, we talked about it with Korean soju. Special Soju, what is that? It's Korean, the most popular Korean alcohol. Ah, right. So. What's it called? Soju.
2: Soju. Mm.
0: Yeah. And then after that, probably I'll bring them to stay in a traditional house in Andong, which is really special, quiet, even you can't find any supermarket there.
2: Oh, that, it's like a traditional village, is yes. it?
0: Yes. So, is there any Wi Fi? Oh, we Korea. I have 5G
2: phone. 5G phone? No, it's not true. Yeah, so you still have 5G in your traditional fishing village, which is fantastic. Thanks so much for your conversation, uh, Junyoung. I think we've all enjoyed it. I hope the listener has too. Um, This is the fist been been the fifth edition of our of our Nofik podcast series our people abroad i've certainly enjoyed the conversation i i want to go to the nameless fishing village myself but i don't think i'll make it thanks very much for your time and i'm certainly looking forward to the next edition of our podcast and i hope you all are too thanks very much
0: thank you mike
1: Do you want to know more about the work of NUFIC's NESO offices or do you want to get in touch with one of our people abroad? Don't hesitate to contact us. You can find contact information on our website www.nufic.nl slash international Did you like this podcast? Please subscribe to our series on your podcast app so you will get a notification when the next episode is published. On our online content platform, www.nuffic.nl slash longreads, you can regularly find new blogs, longread articles, podcasts and videos about internationalization in education. You can also subscribe to our monthly newsletter on this platform.